the morning, we're on the last part of Simen Kuf, Halachas of Birchas Kayanim, and uh, we're up to the part <coughs> where the Kayanim have already said the Birchas Kayanim. So Allah is that the Shliach Tzibur then begins Sim Shalom, and when they, he starts Sim Shalom, so then the Kohanim turn around. At that point, they say, Tefillah Rebayn Kolaylamim, and uh, that should take them until the Chazan finishes the Bracha, so that they can say Amen with the Tzibur. If they're not going to be able to say that uh, entire that entire Tefillah, then they should at least say the Tefillah of Adr Bamarim Hashem, and uh, on Rosh Hashanah, where you have more time because you sing Hayyim Tam Tzenu, uh, until the end of the tefillah, so they should uh, they should wait until they start their tefillah so that they can start the, they can finish the tefillah right at the last amen and say amen with the tzibur right after they finish their tefillah. The halacha is is that. Uh, the Makri doesn't start to say Yivarechecha um, until uh, you've called out Kayanim, and each word should be answered one after the other, each one making sure that he doesn't start the next word until the guy before him, before him has completed his word. Um, similarly, uh, Chazan can't start Sim Shalom until the final Amin has been said aloud, and the Kayanim can't relax their fingers until um, they turn until they turn all the way around. Uh, they can't go down until the final Amin after Sim Shalom. The uh, Kayanim always turn to the right, um, so in the beginning, so then they'll turn to the they'll, they'll turn to the right, and in the end, they'll continue to turn to the right, doing a full circle. They go down from the Berachas Kayanim, so then they walk backwards, and uh, <coughs> when they, uh, they walk backwards, it's their covered they should put on their shoes, they should try to do that without touching their feet. If they did touch their feet, so then they have to wash their hands again. Uh, it's best if the shliach tzibur is not a kayin, because then otherwise you get into conflicts with whether he can do it or not. Uh, if he is a kayin, so then the minig that the Kitzur uh, Shulchan talks about is that he should not go up. Um, he should not be the Makri either, he should just remain there being silent. However, if there is no other Kayan except for him, so then, by Ritzay, he moves his feet, he continues the Tefillah up until, uh, until the end of the Bracha of Haidah, and then afterwards the Makri starts to say, he goes up to Duchen, and uh, he stays up there until Shalim, and the Amen, and then he goes down and he continues Sim Shalom. Uh, the Minig in Eretz Yisrael is different, is that the Kayin actually, the Shliach Tzibur turns around, and he, he duchens together with, with the other people. Uh, the Kitzer also says over here that in the event that the Kayin was not Megiriyadav at the time of Ritzay, so then he's not allowed to go up to duchen. If you have a tzibur where everybody is a kayin, and uh, there are only ten kayinim over there, the Allah is they all go up to duchen, and uh, the the women and the children answer amen. If there are no women and children, it doesn't really make a difference. They still do it. And who are they benching? They're benching the amshim the people out in the fields who are not in shul. If there's more 
somebody there in the tzibur. I have a Kayin who took him in one shul and now he goes to another shul so he's allowed to go up and duchen again if he doesn't want to so then he doesn't need to and he's not over on uh, on the assay of Kayin if you have a Kayin who has a mum on his face so uh, the minig is that he duchens anyway because the talus is over his face so people are not going to be distracted by looking at his face if he has a mum on his hands his hands are twisted or spotted, so unless it's something that people are used to, which the gather is that he's in town for 30 days, so then he should not go to Dukhin because it's going to be a distraction. If his hands are full of paint, they're all full of color, they're blue, green, whatever, um, unless it's a city that, that's considered to be normal, most of the people there have paint on their hands also, also you shouldn't also, a kain cannot pronounce the words. He can't say a shin, sin, mixes it up. He shouldn't go to duchen. And any kain who doesn't go to duchen, he should really leave the shul before it says so that there's no problem people uh, thinking that he didn't go to duchen for the wrong reasons. If you have a person who is an avarian, let's say he was a rutzeach, he killed the mezid, the alachas, even if he did shuva, he's he cannot duchen. If he killed someone b'shogeg and did shuva, he could duchen. If he was a mummer um, and he did shuva, so then he can duchen. If uh, he married a person that he's not allowed to, or he became tamay, allowed to. So if he dis- if he goes through a process of tshuva together with led by a talmud chacham. So then he can doch, he can duchen after the sh- after the tshuva. Um, if he did any other avera, that's not a problem with duchening. A cholol, somebody who is an illegitimate kain, who came out of a union which wasn't allowed to exist, so he is not allowed to duchen. Somebody who's an onain uh, can't duchen. That's somebody who uh, meslo mason is before the kavura. And avel in chutzla aret. So during the first year of parents or thirty days of other relatives, the minig is not to duchen in Eretz Yisrael. After the shiva, we after the shiva we duchen. Um, if uh, again if they're not duchening, they should leave by ritzay and. Uh, What's it called? During Shiva, it's always Asr. If there is no other Kohen, so then even in Chutzlar, it's the Kohen will go up to Dukhin. But Shiva, during Shiva, he's not allowed to. Be. As Hashem, next time we'll continue with some of